0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Kooten Cassis for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast, with the press conference for Sky Sports and Boxers show. Uh, with and what? What's mate. Did you not just hear me about to say it and you just cut in? Um,
0: people, are, people, are, people are forgetting this is, you know, I'm with Wasserman. You've
1: got to wait, you've got to wait for it to play out sometimes. You don't know, like jumping in first.
0: Yeah, all right, I'll give you that, I'll give you that, go ahead. Sky Sports,
1: Wasserman Boxing and Boxer. You good? Chris Eubank Jr., how are you, mate? Doing good, very good. You've always got a jacket on that I never see two of. Does that make sense?
0: I am a jacket specialist. I search for the the naughtiest, sauciest jackets around, and I uh, I don them in the weigh-ins and the and, and the uh, the press conferences. Yeah, put a little bit of extra fear into the hearts of my opponents. Well, you think the jacket does that? Yeah. Absolutely. If I saw someone wearing this jacket in front of me, you know, I'd be like, all right. I got to watch out for this guy.
1: Well, is it a case of if he's wearing that, like, what's he bringing to the ring?
0: Absolutely. Anyone that can wear this is a dangerous man. You don't know what he's capable of.
1: Fair enough. Um, change of opponent for you. Uh, has that kind of affected anything in your preparation for this
0: Saturday? I mean, yes. I had a, a game plan, a strategy for Sven Alber, and now that's all gone. Uh, and now I have to readjust and reevaluate. Um, this guy is actually a, a better fighter, um, so it's going to be interesting. But you know, it's not an obstacle that. I haven't had to deal with before the opponents switching up, so uh, yeah, I'm still confident that we'll get through it. Chris, I've got to ask
1: because obviously um, you've come coming through, still going on a, a tragic time with your family with the with the loss of your brother. Did you contemplate not fighting as well, um, like when this f- fight date was first put to you because of what you've been going through?
0: You know what I did, and I've I've never I've never contemplated not fighting ever in my career um you know that's how serious you know things were and that's how you know that's how tough that's how tough it was um and is still is um and I've never had to deal with anything less in my life especially not leading up to a fight um you know and I you know will it how I don't know if it'll affect my performance you know uh negatively positively i mean you know maybe it'll make me fight harder maybe it'll, you know it's it's a mind thing it's, it's mental you know you know you, you, there's there's points in training camps where you're supposed to be focusing on boxing and training and all you're thinking about is your family and it's it's tough it's messed up but um you know i know that he would want me to keep doing what i'm doing to keep pushing uh to keep keep reaching for the goals that i've set out for myself so that's exactly what i'm going to do and this fight will be dedicated to him
1: what do you know about him? Have you watched anything of him in kind of in the last two or three days since you knew that this was going to be your opponent
0: yeah he's a he's a he's a strange character from what I could tell in the in the press conference there um, he doesn't speak a lot of English, which is always tough to gauge but um the stare down he looked pretty confident you know he looked like he wanted it he looked like he'd come to fight he was he was already in preparation for a fight. Um, so he's, you know, he's in shape. He's ready to go. 25 wins, only two losses. So he knows what he's doing. Um, you know, people keep asking me, am I, am I looking past him? Absolutely not. You know, especially not with, you know, everything that I've had to go through leading up to this. You know, this is, uh, you know, this is a serious fight and uh, I'm, I'm taking it very seriously.
1: I think anyone really consider that you would, overlook any opponent despite who it is we know we've spoken about kind of you would have liked to have been more active over the last couple of years than you have been uh, circumstances have prevented that but it is a case of you really now coming through saturday and securing
0: one of them big fights i have to uh, you know we can't mess about there's no more there's no more time literally um, Covid cut a lot of a lot of time out of my career, and you know now we've been blessed with this opportunity here to to fight on Sky Sports and to uh, you know be the face of Sky Sports boxing. Now um, it's a big responsibility, it's an added pressure, um, and now we have the platform to make these big fights. There's no reason why they they can't happen and why they won't happen. So from December onwards big names or world title fights or both that's that's what's happening is there a target opponent in mind for december there's a few names there's a few names um you know boxing is a business you know yes i want to fight golovkin but it's easy for me to say that it's, it's it doesn't mean you can, it doesn't mean it's going to happen immediately what i can say is that that fight will happen within the next 12 months but i can't say that it will happen in december um so that leaves a lot, of other, a lot of other options. There's a lot of big names out there, um, domestically, worldwide, world title fights. Um, there's some good, even, even non-world title fights. But domestically, there's some good names out there. Uh, it's just whatever we can secure for December. The main thing for me this year was to be active um, and we're going to get the three fights in, which is a big deal, which is very important for me. Um, but yeah, December will be a very fun fight.
1: Is, um, is Liam Williams in that equation?
0: William Williams isn't, is in that equation. He's been, uh, he's been talking a lot of shit. He's been talking a lot of trash. And um, I feel like, yeah, that's a fight that the fans keep talking about. They keep, they keep he's got a, a, a strong following, you know. So that's something that I'm definitely open to, for sure.
1: He was someone you were quite dismissive of uh, maybe a year and a half ago? A
0: a year and a half ago, I didn't know the guy. And he's just, he's done a a Gary O'Sullivan. He's talked his way into my mind, into my radar. Um, And now it seems like, you know, a lot of people, especially fight fans, want to see the fight. You know, he's tweeting, you know, he's tweeting all this rubbish. And I'm looking at the tweets sometimes. He's getting like 5,000 retweets. I'm like, who are these people? I mean, he's just got—he's—he's he's just, got, he's, he's just created the buzz from the trash talk. But he's going to have to back it up. You know, is he going to be another Spike O'Sullivan? I think he is. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll find out if and when the time comes. So he's one of
1: many possible uh, opponents that you could be facing in December?
0: Yes, one of many. And there are many. Um... You know you've got your Murata, Andrade, uh, Charlo, GGG. Um, obviously Saunders is always, always a fight that people are talking about. Um, the list goes on. Um, December will be a big fight. Are you sick of talking of Billy Joe Saunders now? Um, am I sick of it? I, I don't really, you know, aside from when I talk to you and when I talk to, uh... That's
1: a lie, that is. You always make out that, oh, I'm the only one to ask you about Billy Joe Saunders. I'm the only one. But everyone asks you about it, Chris,
0: come I'm on. not the only one, but, you know, y- you do you do make a habit of always trying to get a little bit of him into the interviews. Um, I, I get it. I understand it. I've come to accept it. And, uh, you know... We will rectify it at um, some point in the near future, I'm sure. Do you think, because a lot of people
1: don't even think Billy Joe Swans will fight again, and he's obviously made it very clear that if he is to fight, it would be you. <laughs> obviously, aside from any kind of financial whatever, if he's going to fight, it would be you. But do you think he actually will fight again?
0: You, you know, regardless of, 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 of the money, it's in that fight it's more it's more it's so much more than that Um, the history we have you know you can't you can't forget about that the things that have been said and done over the last few years um, we have to settle the score it's it's, it's personal you know so that's why that fight is the only fight that he he really wants to come back for because it's probably the only fight that's going to get him going he wants to hurt me and I want to take him out you know that's never going to change Um, and that's what he needs that's what he needs to get himself up for a fight again so yeah it'll happen all in good time
1: do you think like in the years to come when you and Billy Jarve have retired do you think that you will ever be
0: friends we be mates we're not going to hang about and have a beer and too much has been said you know I can sit down and and have a laugh with George Groves you know if I see the girl I might give him a little spud maybe I don't know I'm not sure about the girl Saunders is a different animal you know he's a bad guy he's not you know I just can't forgive the things he said and done Um, it is what it is
1: Chris I do need to ask you about uh, someone obviously you're close with in anti-Joshua suffering uh, a defeat last weekend at Tottenham Hotspur's football ground to Oleksandr Usyk um, first of all what did you make of the fight uh, were you surprised um, what did you think of Joshua's performance
0: was I surprised yes you know I was sitting there commentating the whole night saying he's going to blast him out of there and he he, he didn't do that um, you know it was it was the game plan it's not that he couldn't he couldn't have done it he just didn't go about it the right way. He, tr- he chose to try and outbox the boxer, and uh, that was that was an error. Um, you know, he should have used his advantages, which were his strength, his weight, his uh, you know his size. He should have bullied him. He should have hurt him. He should have got his respect, hurt him, and had him. You know, had him, uh, made him gun shy. Um, he seemed to be gun shy early on, <coughs> which is was you know was strange because you know obviously Usyk is the smaller man. You're supposed to go in there and dominate. Um, but you know I said it. I actually just messaged him. You know what he did with Ruiz, he will do with Usyk. He knows what Usyk is now. He knows what he has to do to beat him. He knows he he has to change the game plan. He knows he can't go in there and do the same thing. And he's capable of going in there and and righting the wrong. Uh, And I'm very, very uh, interested and excited to see that.
1: Every expert's come out afterwards and kind of give their opinion, and everyone's opinion seems to be the same thing, that he needs to use his sides and just stick it on him. But it's not as simple as that, surely, with someone like Alexander Usyk. No, it's
0: not. Nothing's as simple as, as you say. It's, it's all well and good, us sitting here and saying he should have done this, he should have done that. Um, listen, unless you're actually in the ring, you don't know. And, um, you know, maybe there's a different way. Maybe he can outbox the outboxer. Maybe he can. Maybe he can do that. Maybe he's going to go away, and just fully focus on doing what he did: moving, hitting, moving your head. Um, you know, foot movement, speed, combination punching. Not looking for that one shot. <clears throat> How crazy would that be? How amazing would that be if he went out there and did that in the rematch? Um, that's the great thing about boxing: you never know until you know.
1: Well, that's what Fury did with Wilder. Everyone expected him to kind of do the opposite of how he actually won that second fight
0: he did yeah he he went out i thought he was going to do the same you know be on the outside use the range use those long arms box his head off jab jab but no he he got in the ring the second time and went at him put it on him did not expect that at all and it worked because wilder didn't expect it so um who knows maybe maybe Anthony can maybe he can switch it up and 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 pull something out of the bag that none of us expect
1: um, just finally, Chris, uh, you said in the, the press conference there that you're going to um, dedicate, obviously, the fight to uh, your brother Sebastian. You're going to have his name on your shorts.
0: You're going to get uh, his son in the ring with you. Raheem. Raheem, yeah. Newborn son, yeah. Um, so it, that's an even, even more of an added pressure. You know, this fight is dedicated to my brother so I have to go out there and I have to make a statement, I have to perform I have to do what I know I can do um, and uh, absolutely this is, this is extremely important to me personally and career wise obviously because you know, a flat performance in this fight means that the big fights are not going to get made moving forward and uh, we cannot allow that to happen Chris Eubank, Julia, thank you very much for
1: talking to IFL TV. Have you got anything else you'd like to add before we finish?
0: um I don't know. Do you tell me? Is there anything else we should be talking about? Is there anything you want to say?
1: No, this is not my opportunity to say. It's just you might no, just want to. Say, you, me, I, don't know. I don't know.
0: What do you think of my performance as a, a pundit on, on Sky Sports the other night? Do you oh, think I'll be
1: honest with you, I was there. So I still haven't watched The Night Back yet. Which is a bit weird, actually. I usually watch it the day after, but I haven't watched it back yet. But I will do by the weekend, and maybe I'll let you know in the post fight.
0: I'll Get some good feedback, you know. People have been saying, "Is this something you're going to, you know, continue to do?" Um, I had fun. I enjoyed it. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I guess I guess we'll maybe maybe that'll be you know something I do a lot more of in the future. So I guess we'll find out. Me and me and Josh Taylor made a a good little tag team. I think. But um, yeah, following in your footsteps, being, being behind the scenes a little bit more maybe. You're looking pretty uh, pretty jazzed up today with your Balmain, you got your Balenciagas on, your Palm Angel. You're looking, you're looking a bit like me at the moment. What's going on there?
1: I just haven't got your money, that's the problem.
0: Who are, are you trying to impress here?
1: <laughs> Absolutely no one. Chris, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Best of luck. Get the job done on Saturday and we'll see what happens after that. Okay, appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.